0: You've entered into the Paracosmos where anything is possible and everything is probable. I'm Lacey and I demand emotional compensation for what Leah just put me through. (laughs) And I'm Leah and I too am tainted corn syrup. Wow. This is, that was just, so just what we're talking about today is the movie Logan from 2017. Uh, which I had never seen. And you know what? I think that that's fair. I'd never seen it because I didn't want to be emotionally wrecked in 2017, I guess. So here we are now emotionally more wrecked in 2022. (laughs) Just adding to the list of all the things
1: tearing me down.
0: It's such a good movie. (laughs) It's such a good movie. God, I can't. It's Yeah. It's really good. It is one of those movies where you're like, you like have to just go into it knowing this is going to be sad. But like I went into it being told like it's a sad movie. And I was like, okay, it's going to be sad. Like it's not going to have a happy ending. Like, and I already, and this episode's going to have spoilers. Just so if you haven't seen the movie Logan from 2017 and you care about watching it before hearing spoilers, do not listen to us (laughs) right now. But like, I knew he was going to die. Because I saw Deadpool 2 before I saw Logan. So, and Deadpool straight up just spoils that hardcore. I think like in the first like
1: opening three minutes, he's like, and then fucking Wolverine died.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I just uh, I I already knew he was gonna die. So that, that wasn't like a surprise. So that's what I thought when everyone was like, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be sad I was like oh okay he dies like that's what's gonna it's make it sad it's the way he dies oh no it's the way he dies but it's also everything else <laughs> that happens in the movie is so sad like there's just not a moment it's either action is happening or sadness so is happening this- there's like one little <laughs> wholesome moment and that's all you get that's the only break you get there's no community relief. It's, it's just a wholesome just, it's moment really misery
1: the entire movie and it's like what over two hours long I think um
0: two hours and hell yeah
1: like when they announced this movie coming out i was overjoyed wolverine was like my top favorite x-men character when i was a kid like obsessed with him loved him and everything he was a part of i watched it even the god-awful uh origins movie with the first deadpool um (laughs)
0: oh lord we don't talk about we don't talk about that deadpool no no
1: (laughs) i remember watching that and then deadpool shows up at the end and i was like one of these things is not like the other uh (laughs) something's not right here but like they they announced logan and then the teaser trailer that they did for this i don't know if you ever saw it uh since you're just now watching the movie in 2022
0: uh I did not. I did not ever see it. I have lived blissfully for five
1: years (laughs) without this movie. I'm here only to add more sadness into your life. (laughs) Apparently. No, the teaser for this was done. um, It showed a couple clips from the movie like they all do. But the the backing soundtrack was Johnny Cash's cover of Hurt. And uh, oh, my God. The first time I saw that in a theater when they like that was like the first time I saw the teaser for it. I was like, oh. Oh, my God. And I remember I leaned over and hit Zach because I think we were watching like Civil War or something like that. And uh, I was like, they're doing Old Man Logan. They're making Old Man Logan. And he was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, uh, He's like, why are you crying already? I just played a song. And I was like, that's the saddest song that's ever been redone.
0: <laughs> and I was simply, uh, like crying. And yeah, <laughs> it definitely. Uh, it's All right. Funny. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, All right. So, like I said, I, I knew that this was going to end up being like, I knew it was going to be sad because, like I said, you know, he was um like, I knew he was going to die. Right. I knew <laughs> that. I knew he was going to die. So I was just like, okay. So... Here you know here we go um i was ready for that and uh then the movie just starting out with him getting messed up and you see how tired he is and you're like oh this is this is an older logan this is yeah this is a beat down yeah this is a beat down. older logan who no longer Like he just wasn't, he's not vibrant or like, you know, his as spunky anymore. Like he's old, he's old man, Logan. So I was like, okay, well, there's a change. There's a change. And I was like, and like not seeing him with any other X-Men, I was like, that's fine because like, that's what Logan does. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's a loner yeah, he's a loner. So I was like, okay, that's fine. That happens. Like that I expect. And then the movie hits you with this random dude, or like this girl is running up to him. And I'm trying to recount the movie as much as I can remember. Like the girl runs up to him, Gabriella, and is like, Logan, I need your help. And he's like, oh, hell no. It just goes away. And <laughs> he's just like, no, I'm not. No, absolutely not. Right. And like okay well that's all right that's a little different like he's not willing to help but that's okay and you know that's his choice like he doesn't have to live the hero life anymore if he doesn't want to um so i just i was like okay cool 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 and then you see him like buying drugs from this doctor like in a shady corner and this dude this reaver which was really cool to see the reavers brought in um comes in and is like hey did this woman find you if so you better contact me I was just like whoa okay (laughs) something's going on yeah like something crazy and he was just like I don't know her you know get out of my face and he was like okay and then like This is where it hits even more sadness because Logan goes to the border. And at first, I'm like, oh, he's running away from that guy. Like, that's that's what he does. No, he wasn't running away from that guy. He was he was going. He's going home. He was going home home to his little Rundown (laughs) little rundown shack in Mexico where he's having to keep Professor X drugged.
1: In this weird cerebro water tank.
0: Yeah, because Professor X is like jacked up and has seizures now and can kill people with his seizures if they get out of control and Logan is the one keeping that under control and Professor X is like, you prefer me medicated, fuck you.
1: You know, it was very like the first time I heard him say stuff like that I was like, oh, okay. Like this is a very different Xavier
0: Yes. to any of the ones we've seen
1: before. Yeah, and it's I think they say it in the movie, too. Like, the greatest mind in the world now has holes in it. It's, it's failing. He's got dementia. And he has seizures. And he doesn't know who he is. And it's alluded to in the movie that Xavier had a meltdown, like, six years prior. When all of his illnesses started acting up and stuff. And then he killed most of the X-Men. And that's all you get. That's, that's it. That's all you hear about it. And you hear about it through a radio in the background while they're driving. Yeah, that's that it. And It's then... been, what, seven years or something since uh, so the, the Westchester incident that left yeah. six X-Men dead or something like that. Five or six X-Men dead. Yeah. And you don't hear what happened. And I know that James uh, Mangold, who wrote and directed this, has said that like he didn't have an interest in exploring why that happened at all. Like, he didn't want to mess with the continuity of the other X-Men movies. That's why this is set so far in the future. Right. With, like, New Mexico, Mexico, and, like, desert and shit. So that you can never, like, really tell what year it is. Right. But. Well, I think they specifically say it's 2029. Yeah, they say it in the movie. They just don't show you anything that would, like this is how far advanced the future is, or this is how far behind it is. Like they just kind of upgrade a little bit. Like you see the self-driving trucks. Yeah. And then like, they talk about genetically modified corn syrup. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Which I guess is in the trivia and like the official IMBD um, summary of the movie states that that is why there have been no mutants born in 25 years or something. Uh, Oh, because of the corn syrup? Yeah, because the guy in the movie, the doctor, um, fuck, what was his name? That made X-24. I literally just had it in my head and I forgot. But uh, I don't remember
0: the professor's name. I just,
1: I was like, professor.
0: He's another professor.
1: dad was part of the Weapon X program. He said at one point and then... um, he worked with the Reavers, he made X24, and then he says to Logan somewhere in the movie that uh, you know, it's it's all about the corn flakes or the corn chips or something like that. Meaning that like he modified the corn syrup so that no mutants would ever be born again. Yeah. That's diabolical.
0: Yeah, that's another level.
1: Yeah, that's
0: friggin, that's insane. But then specifically did that so random mutants wouldn't be born, but wanted mutants that he made and he could control to be born. That's what he wanted. Yeah. Which is.
1: They use DNA from like the top mutants, you know, like their alpha mutants that they worked on and experimented on. So, of course, Wolverine's one of them.
0: Oh, we were, I was looking it up as a, uh, like when Logan was looking through the files of the kids and it said like where the DNA was extracted from, the two confirmed are Maverick and Avalanche. I did see Avalanche. I saw that one. Yep. So Maverick and Avalanche got a little shout out that their DNA was extracted to make uh, two of the kids. Um, I'm almost positive that one of those kids is DNA from Bobby Drake. Yeah.
1: Cause there's the ice kid.
0: Yep. So
1: I was I like forget which kid that is.
0: I was like, that's gotta be Bobby. Like but
1: like because like this takes place technically after Days of Future Past. Right. But also before Days of Future Past. Um because of the whole like time fuckery that they yeah. did, the movie, which is why they set this in 2029 so that it wasn't too close to uh that movie, but also not so far past where the uh, the sentinel world would have been so was bobby drake yeah bobby
0: drake lived through that i believe so yeah
1: yeah because they went back in in time and fixed it movie wise movie wise wise. wise, yeah not not this is strictly the movie logan like it pulled a lot of inspiration from a bunch of different x-men comics but i mean most notably the old man logan series but really the only thing they pulled from that was a falling to pieces Logan that's on his own you know
0: yeah because the whole time I was like like as soon as uh we met Laura and they were like Laura I was like wait hold on pause I was like that's x-23 and he was like well yeah it is but it's not I'm like wait hold on what do you mean and he was like well they never really like get into like they don't call her x-23 and I was like but it I is. Think ex-
1: I think it's on um, her file.
0: That's what something.
1: I thought. Like I'm pretty sure that you see where it says X23, or he calls the doctor calls her X23 at some point. Uh, because then
0: there's X24. Right. That's what. And I, which is remember who they made after her. seeing like the the like when they were building X24, like label it was labeled X24, and I was like, <gasps> the yeah, asshole. I, <laughs> I know. I was like,
1: oh no. And then I um. Because I want to say, we may have to go back and pauses and watch the first official trailer for this movie because I don't think they showed X-23 in it. Um, really? Not in the first one. I think they did eventually, but I, from what I remember, they did not show her. Because uh, I remember being really, really surprised in the theater and was like, that's X-23. Because uh, as we all know, X-23 came about in the X-Men Evolution cartoon and then was later brought into the comics. So... I don't know. That was the first time I saw her. And then I've read like bits and pieces where she's involved in storylines that I've read, but I've never read just a solo X23 run. I did buy one. I just haven't read it yet.
0: I definitely after watching this movie was like I want to watch or I want to read more about X23. Like I knew about X23 like I have read things with X23 in them, like when Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. he does something super diabolical to X twenty three and twenty four to kill no. them, <laughs> like horrible because they regenerate. So he has to like he develops this whole machine that just kills them over and over again. Jesus Christ! I don't yeah. you know I don't know if
1: I've ever read like the full thing of that.
0: Oh, it's like, I don't think brutal.
1: I <laughs> She's in, X-23 is in a issue of the West Coast Avengers with Hawkeye when Clay, uh, Clint, Clay Bishop, Kate Bishop.
0: <laughs> Clay Bishop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, Clay Kate Bishop. Bishop. Goes, yeah, goes to the West Coast and creates her own version of the uh, West Coast Avengers. You know, Laura brings out her tiny clone that she found somewhere to help out with a case so she's in it for like a little bit where they like fight a dragon or something huh yeah she's all fucked up in that too like they they kind of reference that that you know like laura and kate get along so well because they both have lived through similar traumatic experiences um still very love that yeah still very very different but they have at least one piece of shared background that they kind of relate to each other on. So we love no friends spoilers. that
0: connected trauma, <laughs> cough, right. cough. Huh. looking huh. at you,
1: hmm. Leah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like a five-foot-tall ball of trauma at this point. It's fine. But so yeah, I really I do really hope we see more of X23. Uh in other x-men or like mcu type things like i really hope they don't recast her cuz i really i enjoyed this
0: version of- Oh yeah, let's definitely talk about that. Um this was Daphne Keane's first role and right from what uh, I first saw- movie
1: role. I think she'd first been in role. a
0: tv show before
1: Yeah, first this. movie
0: role. Like first big motion picture and wow. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah wonderfully done oh like-
1: yeah and they said that as soon as she came in to read lines uh she improvised that scene where her and logan are in the car screaming at each other and she's yelling in spanish um she asked them if she could improv that and she just started screaming in spanish and they didn't i don't think at the time they knew she could speak spanish uh so she just starts screaming at him and then they improv that whole entire scene and that's what got her hired
0: hell yeah yeah uh,
1: but I did see last night that Millie Bobby Brown had auditioned for her role. Okay, that would have been a very different movie.
0: That will be. Yeah, that would have been a lot different. Yeah, like I will say that, like
1: I like Stranger Things. Um, I think she was fine in Stranger Things, but she also plays like a particular character that is, like, emotionally stunted. So she doesn't really have to, like, back anything up, you know? But I've seen her in some other things where she's just not that great. So I'm really happy that they went with uh, Daphne Keen. Daphne? Is it Daphne or Daphne?
0: I don't know. I want to say Daphne.
1: I don't. I don't remember because I'm not looking at it. The way it's spelled looks like it should be Daphne. Either way, she was very, very good in this. Uh, I hope that they use her again for X twenty three because I know it like in the last two years or year and a half or something like that, she has done interviews where she said like she would come back and do it again if they called. But so far, nobody has called.
0: Yeah, but I hope they do because X twenty three was. I
1: will go down if they recast her. I will go down
0: there and throw. Her- <laughs> we're we're showing up to the studio like ah oh, hell no. Where we're, is she? Where is she? But it was super good. I feel like I'm just saying it's super good over and over again. I'm really sorry. But, like, it just was, it was a really good movie. <laughs> and it was very sad. I cannot stress that enough, how sad this was. Every moment just gets more and more sad. Like, their friend. Um. Oh, my God. Why? See, now I'm forgetting his name. The guy that's, like, helping Logan and... Oh, Caliban? Caliban, thank you. I knew it started with a C. I was like, what is it? Um, Nosferatu. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Caliban like you think he dies in like when the reaver shows up and that's really sad. But then you find out he didn't die. They're actually torturing him and making him track them down and then X24 shows up and kills this whole family. That was nice to you know um Logan and Laura and uh Professor X like was just so wor- warming and welcoming and Professor X has this sad monologue where he's like This was the best night I've had in years, but I don't deserve it, do I? Because he thinks Logan is walking in the room and up. Nope. Oh, I know. It's It's X-24 being an asshole like always. Like
1: like this is the first real moment of clarity that Xavier has had in the movie where he's like, I did something and it was bad. So I don't deserve how kind everybody is being and to have such a good time right now when I've killed everybody.
0: Yep. And then they
1: never tell you which X-Men died. Nope. They don't. They just say, like, the X-Men are dead. Yep,
0: the X-Men are so dead.
1: So we we don't know who lived and who died. Um, And I did like that. I remember thinking that would be cool if they went back and they made, like, a story in between.
0: Yeah, just to see of, like, how it all happened. Like, what
1: happened? What led to that? But I guess it also, like, it was just him getting old. Because he's, like, 100 at this point. So, or close to. So it would just be him getting old and killed everybody, I guess which is sad. But yeah, him laying in bed like saying, I don't deserve this. And then X-24 comes up and just kills him.
0: Yeah, just straight up just like right through the chest. And I was like, wow, that was...
1: I wasn't expecting Xavier to die like that. Like, I don't I don't remember if I was expecting him to die at all.
0: Oh, I, I straight up looked at Ashton once this started hitting like, oh, we have drugged up Xavier and he's like super messed up and all they want is to buy a boat so they can go live on the ocean. That way, if he has a seizure, it's only a certain radius. It's not going to affect anybody. And Logan can handle it and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, they're not going to get that happy ending. They're not going to get that. I said, this is what's going to happen. He's going to die. Because in reality, even though Professor X is a total jerk to Logan throughout this movie, <laughs> like, dear God. Well, people
1: with dementia tend to become
0: yeah angry and bitter and
1: Hostile towards people, so like it kind of makes sense. And then he is drugged up inside of a tank in Mexico, so (laughs) that makes a little bit of sense why he'd be mad. It
0: was wild, like the whole thing, and the fact that Professor X probably sat there and thought it was Logan killing him because X24 looks exactly Mm -hmm. like a younger Logan, like so, like, uh, like Professor X having like his mental problems being like, you know, I don't know, like just. And then, like, X-20, or Laura, is getting taken away by X-24, and Logan makes the decision to check on Professor X first, because that's, like, he's still struggling with, like, what he cares about most and what matters, and mm-hmm. finally, and the whole movie, like, Professor X is trying to tell him, like, you've got to look after Laura, like, she's what's important, yeah.
1: Yeah, because he knows, and... I did like that they like alluded to the fact that like Xavier's powers have not worked in years. Like he can't psychically communicate with anybody. There's no mutants left for him to talk to. So whoever did survive uh, the Westchester incident is at least out of the country now. You know, like they're so yeah. far away that Xavier can't feel them. And uh, I I think that might be also why Logan chose Mexico because that's like the other side of you know the freaking planet from westchester uh that's so far away that maybe like that's an appropriate distance that Xavier can't like check in mentally on whoever is still left up there but yeah he's like he's not communicated with anybody in years but he says he's talking to a young mutant at the statue of liberty like she's waiting at the statue of liberty i did like that they try to do like callbacks to some of the other x men movies Uh, where Logan thought he was talking about the Statue of Liberty in the first X-Men movie where they had a really stupid fight with everybody but he wasn't he was talking about a hotel it was beautiful everything was misunderstood and Logan was just being stubborn the
0: entire fucking movie until the very end right exactly that's that's another thing that (laughs) kills me is like this whole time oh my god when Laura sat there And Logan, like, they made it to, quote, unquote, Eden. And Logan was like, the people I care about always get hurt. And Laura was just like, well, then I have nothing to worry about. I was like, oh, damn.
1: Ah." I know. And I love that they waited almost. They waited almost two hours into this movie to have her speak words. And she still, through her body language, was able to convey every single thing that was going on like maybe i did watch this with the commentary on because i did see something with the director was like they were so impressed with her because she did almost all of her own stunts she did a lot of the fight training herself uh they did have a stunt double for like some of the things that she had to do you know but they had her do basically anything that she could do because she wanted to do all of it and I think it was her idea also to have Laura, the first thing she says is in Spanish. Like, that was kind of her idea. They wrote the lines together. And uh, I love that they did that, that they had it to be uh, her body language is what's showing you throughout the movie what she's feeling. Because Logan just thinks she can't speak. You know, and then the first thing she really starts to say in English that he's fully comprehending is, oh, you don't care about me.
0: So yep. guilt trip, like, make him feel bad. I got nothing to worry about because you don't care about me. I was like, wow, that was powerful. Ooh. Like, you know, dang, so good. dude. OK, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like, oh, and then he does like at the end of the movie.
0: He dies protecting her. That's the only way for Logan to truly protect someone he cares about is by him dying.
1: Yeah, like that's, and you know, they, uh, throughout the movie, you see that something isn't right with Logan, that he's not healing as fast as he used to. Sometimes he's not healing at all.
0: You like assume he, it's age and because he, of and how old to, he is. Yeah,
1: you're left to assume it's because he is, I want to, I looked it up this morning and I want to say he was like 197 or 179 or something like that. Um, So he's like super freaking old and he's finally like, it's catching up to him. That he's old. But it's also the adamantium poisoning him. Um, yeah. Because I think that's in the comics too, though, isn't it? Like every time his claws come out with uh, them being coated in it. Uh, and they go back inside his body,
0: it poisons him. I am not sure if it's in the comics. Um, like I thought, it thought could, that was. It could be. All I know is that I like sat there and I was like. So basically like what you're telling me is X23 is set up for that same life. Potentially. Because but t- right, 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 of course. Yeah. Like she, she could she could be more like genetically advanced to handle yeah, it. Because like her her uh,
1: experimentation is slightly different than Logan's, where they didn't coat right. her entire skeleton in Adamantium. They only did her claws.
0: Oh yeah, that's yeah true. They
1: don't necessarily say that in the movie that they only do her claws, but they kind of allude to it, right? So she may not have that same problem if like, also it's not the in and out that's poisoning him. Toe claws.
0: Toe claw. Toe I claws. That. I <laughs>
1: I love that Xavier explained that to her as like that means that the the female is more adapted for survival because they have the claw in the foot. And she's just like, yeah.
0: She's like, yeah, I am better. And Logan's <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, what the hell, dude? I've been mean, doing your extra like, bullshit for how long? And taking care of you, and you want to sit here and say someone else is better?
1: You know, and calling Logan a disappointment too at the beginning of the movie. Like when it, when Logan's like, you used to say we we're God's gift, like god did this to us because we were special but now i think we were god's mistake and he he was like you're such a disappointment i was like oh my heart like xavier was the first person to ever truly want to help logan and now he's calling him a disappointment and getting mad at him and stuff every day it's so sad now you saw the new mutants didn't you yes so, do you remember in the New Mutants when they were talking about how at that institute they were experimenting on kids? Uh, the doctor was, and then they kind of like, yes. the kids find some footage. Yes. Did it look familiar now?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: they. That's part of the reason New Mutants took so freaking long to come out was because they were trying to find a way to tie it into the other X-Men movies and Logan. So, they took the footage from uh Gabriella's phone and put some of it in the new mutants to try and tie the two worlds together. Uh still didn't save that disaster of a movie, but I did like that they tried.
0: They tried, yeah. That that movie yeah. was That movie was not good and this movie was great.
1: <laughs> yes, this is this is one of my absolute favorite movies and then it is like like it, it fights for the top spot of like my all-time favorite comic book movie. Um it I think it is my all-time favorite.
0: I would I definitely it's up there for me. It's very very up there for me as one of my favorite comic book movies now because of how well done it was. Like and just the fact that how I say this? like It's the fact that it was sad. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so many times we get the happy ending. We get the heroes winning. We get, you know, all of that. And it's just like, this time, like, Laura gets away. And, well, for what we know, she gets away and is free. But, Mm -hmm. like, we lose Logan. We lose Professor X. We, like, we lose a lot. So yeah. it just becomes just sad all the way around. Yeah, it's
1: just it's 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 so interesting to watch this movie because they didn't sugarcoat anything. They didn't hold anything back. They got they got an R no. rating, but they weren't necessarily like adding things to it to oh, we got the R rating so now let's just keep adding things like Deadpool felt like it did. Um they were just like We think we need an R rating because we need you to see what Logan is capable of. Like, this is the first time they've talked about it in the past X-Men movies that Logan has killed people because he was a weapon for however many years, you know, so he definitely killed people. But this is the in the other X-Men movies, the other Wolverine movies, he does attack people with his claws. You just don't ever see what happens because the camera always cuts away. But at the end of the day, he's still a hero. You know, he's still Wolverine, the hero. And in this, you just see him, like, cutting people's heads off, claws through the eyes, like, all kind of craziness where you're just like, oh, okay, like, this is what he meant when he did all that stuff. Like, when he said he was a terrible person and he hates himself and then to have him fight a younger version of himself in X-24 and, like, have to kill that version of him and then to die next to X-23, which is this, like, not-as-tainted version of himself. Like, that's deep. That's good. That's good writing. That's good writing.
0: Yeah. It was... Yeah, this movie... Oh, yeah. This movie was so well-written. So good. I know. I was just... Like... Woo! Damn. Like, James it Mangold, just you in the he fields understood fields back what he back. was setting out to do. back.
1: Like, fields. he knew... He worked on um, the Wolverine, uh, one of the other Wolverine movies, too, though. So I think the Wolverine, the one where he goes to Japan, uh, because the first time I watched that movie, I was like, oh, hell, he going to Japan. That means Dakin's got to get involved. And he did not. And I was happy. (laughs) Yep. I mean, I guess there's still like time for them to do that. But he's so annoying. Oh. God,
0: Dakin is so literally as soon as I saw X-24, I was like, oh, God, I was like, if there weren't enough problems in this movie, <laughs> like, <laughs> we already had so many problems and now we're going to toss in this jerk like, oh, <laughs> uh, God, uh, I'm like, let's
1: just focus on X-23 and skip all the rest of Logan's weird children that pop up and are atrocious. Yeah. Like, and and Hugh Jackman has said that like he knows eventually Wolverine will be recast in a younger version for whatever movie or show they do, but he wants it to be X twenty three. Like he he wants her to take over as Wolverine, like she does in the comics at various points. Like, yeah. Um, if Hugh Jackman said it, that we listen, because I feel he did That's, this for like yeah. twenty years. I feel yeah. like he he owns it now. He does. He owns it now. Like, he's the voice. Of it. You have to listen to him. Uh, so, I oh, my God. Like, I don't even know. Uh, oh, this movie does just, like, wreck you.
0: Yeah. The
1: whole time. Yeah. Like, they just. It just destroys you at the end. And they did make a show um, on Fox FX or whatever their TV channel was called. Um set before this movie about the x-men um it's set a little into the future but before this and i think after days of future past yeah after days of future Passed, before logan and it's like not too clear like in the time that it takes place but it's called the gifted uh and they do mention a couple times like the x-men are gone the x-men are gone like they're dead Because it's about a group of mutants that follow, like, the, uh, what is it, the Morlocks? Oh, yeah. Uh, And it's got, like, uh, Polaris in it. Uh, The Hellfire Club shows up at some point. It was, like, two or three seasons. It's not the best show, but it is if you like to consume anything X-related, you know? It's worth a watch. Yeah, I watched it. It's on Hulu now, I think, um... So, oh, I might have to watch it now. That'd be something that we could we could run with that, like every once in a while, I'll pop in on a gifted check in. But it focuses on that, and they do mention a couple of times, like the X Men are gone; they're dead. Mutants are being captured at this point and taken to facilities um, by people that work for a certain uh, a Sentinel squad or whatever. Like they don't have Sentinels yet, but they're Humans employed by that branch of the government that eventually creates them to go round up mutants. So there's this underground community of mutants in the show. And it just stuff about the Hellfire Club and all that nonsense. And then it got canceled. So I don't remember how it ended. I might go back and
0: watch that. I've never watched it, but it got me peaked. It was
1: pretty, yeah, it was pretty decent. But I also just consume anything that is X related. So because I'm always like, where's X23? <laughs> laura i'm like bring laura back it's in this one it's not we go watch the new mutants (laughs) i've only watched that once i don't honestly know if i could sit through it again all right do you have any any final thoughts on logan
0: why'd you make me watch this
1: because i feel like anybody Everybody should watch this even if you're not a fan of comic books or a fan of like the X-Men. I feel like this is just a good movie. Like outside of it being a genre
0: movie. I thought that the new Spider-Man movie made me sad. And then I watched Logan. <laughs> <laughs> it's two different it's two different kind of sad.
1: Like Spider-Man No Way Home left me feeling sad, just, like, a lingering sadness at the thought of what Peter Parker is about to have to endure for the rest of his life, right? This left me sad because of everything that Logan had to get through to finally die, which is what he wanted. Um, and it leaves you very, very sad at the end of it that, like, this is potentially the death of the X-Men. Like, they have all now died. But there's this group of clone children running off with Laura who's probably going to lead them now because they all kind of look at her for that way because of who she is, who her dad is. So you you get super depressed but also this sense of hope at the end of it, especially when they put his uh his crossover into an X and you're like he died a hero's death. Yeah, oh my god. He did it. He didn't think he was, but he did it, and he he got an ex-burial, and when he buried uh, Xavier, I was sad. Also, Fucking cried.
0: when she quotes the movie <laughs> that her and Professor X were watching, I was like, oh, okay.
1: No, oh, I know. It's just, like, because, like, they almost try to make it throughout this this movie that Laura doesn't understand what's going on. Like, that's what they're trying to, that's what Logan sees, is that she's a 11-year-old kid, and she doesn't understand what's happening. She has no concept of it. But by that point in the movie, you know she does, when she says, like, I don't have anything to worry about then, because you don't care about me. Like, now you know she completely understands everything that's going on, and then she, she quotes that old Western that they watched, turns his cross into an X, and is like, she has a deeper understanding of what was going on this entire movie than they gave her credit for.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just so good. It's I make everybody watch this movie. Like you can't be my friend. If you haven't seen Logan. Oh, I'm glad I, I'm glad <laughs> if I probably make the cut to be your friend. <laughs> like if we, if you still hadn't watched it by the time I got to Florida, we would have been turning it on. Like as soon as I walked through the door, just, <laughs> it's
0: time. I'd have been like, well, now I just want to lay down for the rest of the vacation, guys. I don't want to do anything. I just want to cry. (laughs) Let's just sit here and be sad. You know, I still cry when I
1: watch this movie. It's been out for years, and I still cry when Xavier dies and he buries him, and and he says, well, he's got water now.
0: Oh, my Uh, God.
1: And trees, and I was like, oh, my God.
0: I put you near water, and then also Logan being put near water at the end. Ah.
1: I know, because they were going out on that boat just to die. Like That's why he was going to go buy that boat. Was so that they could just go sail off and, and Xavier die. can't hurt anybody anymore. And then when Charles finally died, Logan was going to shoot himself. Like, that's the saddest shit ever. It was. Comic book movies are supposed to be fun and happy at the end.
0: No, this, this was. And then
1: you got Logan, you got No Way Home, you got like,
0: all these sad things. Yeah, this was just pure sadness. It was. Like, it, was. it really was. Like, it, I can't express it enough. Like, how sad. Once again, like, there's really not comedic relief. There's not, like, anything like that. You get with the one wholesome moment and that's it. And, like, everything else is just, like, hard. I know. Like, Logan doesn't know how to be a dad, and he is just pushed into it in, like, a day. I know. And then his dying words,
1: though, so this is what it feels like. Like, you could take that in a bunch of different ways. Oh, yeah. You know, like, this is what it feels like to to be loved. This is what it feels like to love something enough to die for it. And then to finally die, this is what it feels like.
0: I took it as he understood what it took to like, partially understood what it took to be like a dad. Yeah. That's, that's what I took it as partially. Like part of it was like, this is what it's like to die. And part of it was like, this is what it's like to like, love someone so much and be a good parent. And let them like Which, do Logan, everything you can. For them Logan to understood
1: some of it, right? Because he took care of Charles. Like he uh, he made that choice. He could have just left and went out on his own, but he he brought Xavier with him. He took care of him. Uh, continued to take care of him. Made plans to take care of him further. And uh, he took care of the students at the school he saved the world so like logan understands stuff like that like he's done it before but i think this is the first time that he felt it
0: also this was a fun comic book movie because the focus wasn't saving the world it was strictly about saving one child yeah like the like so many times in comic books we get like this like big huge like oh if we don't stop the bad guy then the world's gonna be devastated in this way and probably end soon and all this bad stuff's gonna happen but this one was literally just like about having to save a kid and like coming to terms with being like a parent even though you didn't choose to be a parent and just like I don't even know it's just it's it's hard to explain It's just cool to see a movie not make saving the world the focus when it's a hero movie. Yeah.
1: It's nice when there's lower stakes that are still important. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it was important for Charles to save this mutant because he killed all the X-Men. So, after he dies, Logan decides to carry on with that mission because he loved Xavier. You know, he's the closest thing to family he had left. Or ever
0: had, really. It's just so good. They did so good with this. Yeah, they did a wonderful job. It was definitely an emotional ride. Like, yeah, I looked at Ashton and I was like, why did you not tell me this was going to be such a ride? <laughs> I was like, he told me it was going to be sad. And I definitely figured that from the whole fact that he dies. But I didn't know it was going to, like, go through so much trauma in one movie. Wow. Like mm-hmm. in in Kanto, yep. you get a lot of trauma, right? A lot of trauma resolution. In this movie, you just get trauma. <laughs> That's all you get. That's all you get. <laughs> is trauma.
1: I do like the I did like the the scene where Logan wakes up after having a nightmare with the kids in, in Eden, uh the Eden hideout. And Laura says she has hurt people, too. And he tells yep. her, like, you have to learn Gotta to live, learn with, to live that. with that. Like, like, you can tell he has kind of learned to accept that, but he has not fully become okay with it. Like, that's why he still vilifies himself.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And no. he,
1: doesn't, he doesn't see himself as, like, a good person.
0: Yeah, I don't think he ever
1: will. At all. But I think... No, like he never did. And uh, I really, I really don't want Marvel to recast Wolverine, not just because Hugh Jackman is Wolverine, because we've seen him as Wolverine for like 20 years, you know, Um, almost 20 years. It's just that if they bring another Wolverine into the MCU, it will cheapen what Logan gave us. Yeah, I agree. So, so them just bringing X-23 back, bringing Laura back to become the new Wolverine. Like, I don't care what type of weird multiverse breaking time hoopla they have to do to do it, but um,
0: it's the x one; They can explain it. Also, we're about to get multiverse badness, so. Yeah, like they could easily just,
1: oops, a couple of them fell through the cracks or whatever, you know? (laughs) Oh, here we go. Here they are. Like, oh, we brought that world to this one because it was dying or something. Like, whatever, you know? Like, the X-Men do all kind of weird shit like that. So yes, they do. Constantly. Yeah, so like, it would all they have to do is do that and then just be like it's the X-Men. That's what they do. Out of Like, a throwaway line at the end of the movie. Like, we're the X-Men. We find a way or, you know. And then X-23 is there and then we're fine. And then they can go off and do other things.
0: Imagine an older An older X twenty three getting to see her dad again.
1: That would be interesting because Daphne King would be like seventeen now, I think. So she Um, would be about the right age for the comic book version of Laura, for all the things she goes through. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, she's eleven when they filmed, so that yeah,
0: that would make sense. Um. Yep so she is yeah so that yeah that would fit well with uh comic book yeah so she is the appropriate
1: age because after this movie finished i was like well surely they're gonna announce soon like an x-23 something like there's no way they're gonna let this go i thought here we are 2022 no mention not even a whisper like a rumor like there's always a rumor but there's nothing for x-23 Other than her saying she would come back and do it in a heartbeat. Like, every couple years she says that. And I'm like, well, she's finally old enough that it would make sense. Like, they could explore some of the trauma that she goes through. And flashbacks or just have her discuss it with another mutant. And go forward with her and stuff. Like, she could end up being part of the Young Avengers. It doesn't have to be 100% comic book accurate. Like, just give it to us. She's 17. She's around the right age.
0: I just want to feel better. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I literally am going to have to make time today to watch a happy movie. (laughs) So I don't go into the work week and my coworkers are like, Lacey, what's wrong? Like, my coworkers know (laughs) I deal with major depression and all this stuff. But I feel like if I go into the work week without offsetting this movie, it's going to be like, they're going to be like, Lacey, do we need to like call the hospital are you do you need a grippy sock vacation bro I'll be like honestly yeah they're gonna be like we got you these grippy socks catch these grippy (laughs) socks and the cops are on the way to escort you and I'll be like you know what fair that's fine thank you thank you thank you you for recognizing what I need right now you know (laughs) but like so I definitely need to like watch a happy
1: movie it's like I go, go watch a good the uh ending. go watch the first episode of the gifted i think it's like maybe 30 minutes long altogether or something because it's a tv show it had commercials and stuff
0: it's their only happiness because that's all i want it's like it's not sad like this i might just go to a comic book store today maybe that'll make me feel happy <laughs> tell me make- all right uh what do you rate this as A 10 out of 10 for saddest movie I've ever fucking seen. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just, God dang it. 10 out of 10. It gets a 10 out of 10. Like, it's super, super good as a movie itself. Not as a hero movie, just as a movie itself. But, like it's dude. just so
1: good and like outside of being a
0: genre movie like, yeah it is just it's a film dude holy crap my body Hello. <laughs> how you feeling hey, how you feel i feel great oh oh this is what you know that tiktok audio that's going around and at the end of the movie i was just like emotional damage The whole time! Emotional damage! (laughs) The whole time. The whole movie, that's what it was. How would you describe this movie? That's how I would describe it. Emotional Emotional damage! damage.
1: (laughs) Like, I wanted to watch it again yesterday. um, But, like, I just watched it last week and I I was sad as fuck watching it. I fell asleep the last, like, couple minutes because it is, like, a three-hour movie. But... I was really tired, too. But I remember, like, everything that happened in it. When I get bored, I turn on God, it. that's some. It is so. That is a masochism. Is like, <laughs> cinematically. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I like being sad. Um, at least I feel something. Then. Jesus. She's <laughs> in rice. What's wrong with me today? T- um, today?
0: Today? It's, just,
1: it's done really well. Yeah, I was just gonna make just it just
0: like
1: today. That. <laughs> you know, just I don't know <laughs> about that. I don't know about that, bud. <laughs> well, to dive into what is wrong with me as a whole would take too long. So, <laughs> let's see. It all started when they released this really bad oh movie my called Gosh. <laughs> oh Lord! All right.
0: <laughs>
1: I think that's it for
0: Logan. That's it. That's it. That's all we got. If Leah traumatizes me again, I'm ending the podcast. I'm like, what other sad thing can I pull out? Like, I I can't do it again, Leah.
1: (laughs) I can't do it again. I think that's, I think No Way Home and Logan are probably the saddest genre movies that exist. Like, I can't think of anything else that's like, that leaves you that gutted at the end of it. Good. You know? good i can't even go back and watch like homecoming and far from home because i just i know how no way home ends (laughs) so like i don't want to go back and watch a young peter parker be a happy carefree kid and then know that his life is about to become incredibly depressing they succeeded in ruining my life so it's
0: fine (laughs) it's fine we're fine everything's fine (laughs) uh All right.
1: Uh, <laughs> this uh, this is uh, a, a uh, little bit of a long one, I think. I don't honestly know when we started, though. Okay, I have, I have no idea because yeah, it's it's been it's over, been an, over hour, an hour for we're sure. Compensating for the fact that our Moon <laughs> audio got completely destroyed.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. For those of you who are excited to hear us talk about Moon Knight, sorry. <laughs> sorry i sounded like a demonic robot <laughs> i sounded like some straight up five nights at freddy's oh my god i got five
1: minutes into editing that and was like oh
0: oh, oh no i was like maybe Lacey something sounds different you know today. i was like
1: maybe something at the end of this will uh be usable and the whole entire thing was like that
0: <laughs> i actually just decided to like mess up you know my voice and like show the real me for that episode (laughs) sorry (laughs) that's my bad oh i was fuck i was dying i was
1: laughing so hard because every word that you said sounded like satan in the speaker and then it also drug out for like way too long (laughs) (laughs) moon
0: night Night.
1: this isn't good well you know uh, so this Here afternoon i'll play back some of this and make sure that nothing weird happens so we don't go another week with uh thinking we were fine
0: <laughs> for real like honestly most of the time i feel like twice now when we have missed a week it hasn't been our fault it's been audio fault yeah and
1: i don't know i think it. i guess it had something to do with uh, the trailer playing at the same time. yeah
0: that makes sense honestly like it distorted our audio because it was also trying to pick up the audio from the trailer
1: yeah because it, it, it recorded that and then i sounded fine and then for some reason it just massacred you
0: <laughs> well that's what happens <laughs> that's life that's life that's just life all right, y'all, well, thanks for listening to uh, the retelling of A Traumatic Tale. Go get traumatized with me.
1: Logan! Logan! On Hulu. I think
0: it it's is on Hulu, Hulu yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> yes, that's I where I, I watched it.
0: it. Okay. Or did we say bye? Uh, I think so. <laughs> yeah, we said bye. Okay.